Hey, Dean. Hey, Chams. How's it going? It's okay. Overall, you know, obviously the the pandemic is still happening. The world's kind of going to shit. Uh, Donald Trump is still a problem. Um, but it is my birthday this weekend. Woo! Woo! It's your birthday. Can you see my excitement? Can you hear it? Can you feel it in your bones? <laughs> so actually, you know, you and I were supposed to be in Chicago this weekend. Uh, celebrating. Know, just like last year. Just like last year. Eating pizza and hating on the people we know. <laughs> <laughs> we're so wholesome when we hang out together we are definitely the nice ones um <laughs> no we're not for the record so because it was my birthday i wanted to look back on the vision i set for myself this year and i wanted to share a few with you great i i wish i was as type a as you are <laughs> for any for any man that wants to date me I just float through life. I don't really set goals or anything. That's what we call privilege, Cameron. <laughs> <laughs> You're not wrong. <laughs> I know. I admit it. I'm a spoiled brat. It'll suit me well when we get married. <laughs> <laughs> True. So, anyways, I set, I set these goals for myself, and I thought this is a good time to check in. Because my birthday is tomorrow. Yeah. And here is my, my vision for this year. To get abs. To pay off my student loan. Save $10,000. And then <laughs> fall in love. Sweet, sweet, naive 2019, Jordan. <laughs> and to travel to, to one new place. I am super happy to tell everyone that financially I'm great. Paid off my student loan. Woohoo! Jeffrey Scream at Dave Ramsey. Um, I did not get abs by any means <laughs> of the word. And I did not believe it. Fall in love. <laughs> oh, wow. Oh, I was on the edge of my seat. <laughs> I mean, obviously I'm in love with you, but that's. But, but different. But different, you know. Um, <laughs> yeah. Wow. Yeah. And then, you know, because of the pandemic, I haven't traveled anywhere this year. And it's something that's super important to me. And I just was, like, recollecting all of my good travel times and travel stories over the past few years. And I just realized, like, Ugh, preach. how much I miss it. Like, miss being in a new place, experiencing new things new people, new ways of life. Yeah. <laughs> and it made me so sad. <laughs> it's also such a nice way to, like, reset, you know? Like, I feel like this is a year where you constantly need to, like, remind yourself to, like, keep moving forward and, and to do what you need to do to get through. And I think oftentimes for me, that's, like, a trip, even if it's just, like, a weekend trip or something um it just helps me like remove myself from my environment and think about something new for a couple of days and then come back with like a fresh perspective to my normal life and it just feels like i've been stuck in the same place this whole year (laughs) we have we have not been moving the whole year and i think what's even more fun about travel and i hope 
that you feel the same is that you just like get to be whoever you want one and you kind of live life with no inhibitions so if you meet someone oh i have fallen in love in every corner of the globe (laughs) i feel like every time i travel i meet the love of my life and (laughs) i don't know what it is i call it vacation brain and it's just this phenomenon where, like, somehow you cannot find the one in the place where you live, but then you go to a foreign country or even just another city, and you meet someone who it seems like suddenly you've found somebody who checks all the boxes and is, like, the perfect one for you. I don't get it. I don't get it either. But here's the thing. It's happened to me. My Basically, my only, like, ever boyfriend... I met while traveling and we had a long distance relationship, so to say. Uh, <laughs> wait, there was another man in your life other than me? There have been many. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> wait, okay, so, um, so tell me about this person. Okay, hold on to your panties because... <laughs> This is a fun one. I'm Chams. And I'm Dean. And together we made a marriage pact when we were 17. It seemed safe at the time. I mean, what were the odds we'd still be single at age 30? Well, 10 years later, those odds are looking pretty bleak. So we decided to take action before it's too late. Together, we're going to explore our dating history over the last 10 years and figure out where we've gone wrong. Retell old love stories, recount fleeting romances, maybe even consult some experts, you know, get professional help. Because we really don't want to marry each other. I mean, we like each other fine, but it's more of a structural issue. And if you can't read between the lines, we both like boys. Hopefully by sharing our journey with the world, we'll help some other people out. Or if not, at the very least, we will try our best to be entertaining and we'll selfishly get to hear the sound of our own voices. Chams, you know, I've, I've traveled a lot over the past few years. I'd never been out of the country until I was 21. So that trip, I went with friends. And I realized I'm not really meant to travel with people. (laughs) And so since then, I've been doing a lot of solo trips. So two years ago or so, I went to Croatia for a week. And then Greece for a week. And before I get any deeper into this story, I want to play you a clip. Okay. Hey, Jordan. Thought you might wanted to hear me with my uh, my sexy, gruff voice this morning. <laughs> Got a bit of a croaky throat, so uh, oh, trying to get over that one. Hope you had a good <laughs> night, and I uh, think you should uh, sleep well thinking about me. All right. Night. <laughs> wow. Okay. First of all, first of all, 
this is such a fascinating like artifact that you have from this relationship i feel like i have very little i mean at best i have like text history and maybe a photo or two but you you have a recording of his voice which i hate to admit it it is sexy it is (laughs) it was so sexy (laughs) (laughs) i remember getting that and being like who the fuck am I talking to? Like, how have I found myself in this situation? Yeah. Okay, wait, so he's British. Yes, he's British. Okay, so while you were in Croatia, you met a British man. Mm-hmm. I'm already seeing how this is the perfect setting for falling in love. Ob- obviously, <laughs> right? You, you know. have, like, the, the, the crystal blue waters of the Mediterranean. You have a man who, like, just has to open his mouth and suddenly he's like a sex god. And <laughs> open your mouth and I'll, um, I'll open my legs. <laughs> <laughs> Yum. <laughs> uh, okay. All right. So I think this is definitely painting a picture for me. I feel like I've been in this very situation a dozen times. Yeah. It it just made a lot of sense. So when I meet him, you know, I've I've been in Croatia a week almost at this point, like towards the end of my trip, and I'd bounced around from different locations and islands and shit like that. <laughs> so I get to Dubrovnik, uh, which is where they film Game of Thrones. For those of you who watch Game of Thrones, <laughs> I don't think Cameron and I are two of those people. Um, nope. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I booked a hostel last minute because that's what you do when you're 23, 24 and traveling. And there was only one available at a good price. And it was really far out of town. But I book it. And I like kind of spend the day to myself, like at the pool, just enjoying myself. And as one does at night, you go to the like where everyone hangs out in the hostel. So a room, a bar, whatever. And I find the spot. Oh, God. This is just wow. This is giving me such a rush of, of memory. Oh, my God. Doesn't it sound so fun? <laughs> Yeah. Oh God. And like the you know, you have like the eighteen year olds who uh are like whatever on their like summer summer of traveling and you have like the the like twenty eight year olds who've just said fuck it who are probably Australian. <laughs> oh my god, you're describing this experience to a T. Yeah. I don't even need to tell this story. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so you're in the, like, common area of the hostel? Yeah, and a few folks There's are... There's probably some, like, Argentinian chick who, like, left Argentina and works behind the desk there and never went back. Yeah, I, I, honestly, that that's it. Um, but I get down there, and the weird thing is that, like, all the people are, like, not that cute or, like, kind of lame or, like, really young as the 18-year-olds. When were you there? This like summer, what time of year? the summer, so it was like a good time to be there. Um, yeah, I just think that this hostel was so far out that 
most folks were like, we'll spend the money to be, be in a better spot. Mm, so you weren't at the hot stall. I... <laughs> Dad, go home. <laughs> um, and so I'm like, fuck, what the, what the hell am I going to do? So anyways, I end up like chatting with, there's a group of guys of like three or four British dudes. And then there seemed to be, like, two blonde American girls, I think, if I remember right, um, who are really young. And I'm like, honey, you and I do not get along. We are different people. This is not going to work. I already don't get along with a lot of women, so this isn't going to, I'm not going to (laughs) work. They start playing beer pong, and they're like, we should go out. There's a shuttle that will take us to downtown, whatever. So I'm like, I have literally nothing else to do. So I guess I have to go with you all. Um, <laughs> here's what happens. We go downtown, and no one knows what the fuck to do. And of course, you know me, Chams. Mm. I'm like, well, we have to fuck. Like, if you don't know, we have to ask. So right. I like find this, there's this random guy get, trying to get us to go to his restaurant and his like younger son must have been like, no, typical. like so, Mediterranean. so Mediterranean, like his son must have been like <laughs> 14 or 15. And I was like, Hey, where should I go get a drink? And he was like, Oh, you should go to this bar and this bar and this bar. So I find us a bar and they're like, how did you? <laughs> Dubrovnik's hottest bar is <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure you've been in this situation where they're all like, how did you do that? Like, how did you find the place? And I'm like, have you ever left your house before? Mm. This isn't hard. Yeah. I, I'm very often in situations like this where, like, I'm in a place for the first time with other people who are there for the first time. And somehow I become the expert on the place, even though it's our, all of our first time there. I'm like, I'm like, I don't know shit. I just ask questions. And I use the Google machine. Fucking idiots. <laughs> wow, this is truly a love letter to hostel goers. <laughs> you guys are dumb. <laughs> so I find a bar for us. I end up sitting down next to, we'll call him Harry? Harry Potter. Harry Potter. He does have, <laughs> he does, he does have a name similar to a name in Harry Potter because he is Uh oh. Is his name Ron Weasley? <laughs> <laughs> or is it Sirius Black? <laughs> Severus Snape. Uh, okay, so. <laughs> his name's actually <laughs> Professor McGonagall. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so we'll call this story Harry Potter and the Chamber of Secrets. <laughs> so I sit down next to Harry, and he's so quiet. And his friends are idiots. They have to be 19. So I'm like, he also must be 19, but he doesn't look 19. I'm so confused about this. His friends pair up with the Dom Blondes. And I'm just, like, sitting there, like, trying to talk to him about anything. (laughs) (laughs) And I think he was thinking the same. He was like, oh, she must be 18, 19 with these girls. Blah, blah, blah. Oh, so you both mistook each other as being in a group with your compatriots. Mm -hmm. 
And as it turns out, you know, we get to chatting and he's my age um, or a year older, whatever. Um, he was in the British Navy. Oh, yummy. <laughs> I know. <laughs> so young. Uh, we get to talking. He's so nice. Like, just such a good human being. Like, asking me a bunch of questions. Everything is like, super mutual. Um, it's great. Like, we just have a good time. And I'm kind of like, I don't know where the fuck this is going to go. And then, you know, we touch each other's knees. And I think that's the, like, moment you know that something's going to happen. Back in, back in 2017, you could touch someone's knee without sanitizing first. Oh, God. <laughs> so we're like, all right, this is happening. We've, we've started. What comes next? So we end up ditching the group, obviously. And for those of you that have been to Dubrovnik or haven't been, it's beautiful. It's basically this huge fortress. So it's super, like, old, right? Like, Europe is old. (laughs) (laughs) And it's pretty romantic. Like, the glow of the lights, it's really quiet. Um, It's just beautiful. And you can hear the ocean or the sea. Sorry, ocean, because I lived in California. The sea, and it's just amazing. So we're, like, making out on this, like, step, and we're like, okay, this is great. Let's escalate this. So we, (laughs) I am, like, kind of prude. I just worry about, like, getting caught by a police officer because oh, oh, we're outside. Oh, you're talking about in, in public. In public. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. Yeah. So we... But you were... Wait, so what was... You were just worried about being caught making out? Or or like if, it was starting to get gross. If it went beyond that. Yeah. Gotcha. That's fair. Yeah. I mean... I've never done anything in public. That's not me. I don't do that. I wish you all could see his face right now. He's lying <laughs> through his teeth. <laughs> so we hop the shuttle back to the hostel. We're like fooling around in the back the entire time. And. In the shower. Oh, no, my no, God. not the, sh- the shuttle. <laughs> the shuttle. Oh. <laughs> Glad I didn't say what I was going to say next, which is oh my God, I've done that so many times. <laughs> Oops. Um, if anyone, you know, ends up dating me, just for the rep for the record, I don't like shower sex. My last guy did a lot and it never worked well for me. Well, the the only reason why I would would do it at a hostel is because you don't have a place to go. To go. Yeah, I've so, I've had know. sex in a hostel bathroom. For sure. Great. That's not what this, Great. that's not what happens here. You know what? I'm going to make a, I'm, I'm going to make a, <laughs> a hot take here. If you haven't had sex in a hostel shower, you haven't lived. <laughs> so how this hostel was set up, having sex in the bathroom wasn't going to work. Because we were each in separate rooms and then there were like six people in the room and then the bathroom was in the room. 
So like, oh, wouldn't have. this really was not the hot stall. Not the hot stall. And so I get there and I'm like, oh, there has to be a common area open. No, these motherfuckers were trying to cock block me. Everything was locked. And oh goodness. <laughs> Oh, you didn't give up when the bathroom wasn't an option? No. We, like, (laughs) walk around trying to find something. And then, finally, I look out this window, and I'm like, what am I going to do? And there's a balcony outside of this window. And so I'm like, oh, come with me. So I open the window. (laughs) (sighs) Oh, God. Uh, I'm, like, starting to get scared that you're going to, like, fall or something. And climb out onto the balcony with him. And he's like, are we allowed to do this? And I'm like, yeah, Harry. What kind of question is that? What kind of question is that? It's like, no, 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 we're not allowed. Does that bother you? (laughs) So we start hooking up. And for the story, I do have to tell you, I was in a romper, so, uh, so I like had to literally get fully undressed on this balcony, and it's Europe, so I wasn't wearing a bra. Like there was just a lot of logistical stuff. Anyways, we start hooking up, and <laughs> we hear someone coming up the stairs that we had just come up to, like, <gasps> and. <laughs> So we both like press our bodies, press our bodies against the wall. (laughs) Oh my God. Oh my God. So you're like hiding behind the part that's not the window. Oh God. And (laughs) also the irony of hiding on a balcony. So funny. But you know, if you just like look out the window, you wouldn't have seen us like just off to the side. Like for us. Oh, wow. And so he's, like, freaking the fuck out. And we can hear them coming towards the window. And I'm like, oh, my God. I'm, like, literally naked. What am I going to do? And I think he's just, like, embarrassed. And then they don't come out the window because they're not idiots like me. They, it's actually one of the workers. And so they close and lock the window for the night so that the wind doesn't blow it open and closed all night. Oh, God. Oh, no. (laughs) And I just, like, start laughing. Like, this is so funny. And he looks at me. I mean, honestly, I would do the same thing in that situation. It's too dire to worry about it. (laughs) And he was like, what are we going to do? And I was like, I am not going to go to the window right now and be like, hello. (laughs) I am fully nude trying (laughs) trying to fuck this guy who I just met. Uh, could you please unlock the window? <laughs> Want to know what I would have said? What? If he was like, uh, what are we going to do? I would have been like, well, did you come yet? <laughs> that was next. I was like, well, we haven't finished. <laughs> I didn't get my money's worth. <laughs> and he oh, was, he, he was okay. just so panicked. Poor guy. And I was like, it's going to be fine. Like, you just need to trust me. Can we just have sex, please? We'll figure it out. <laughs> Let's have sex first. So we do that. Um, and then we've, get that we get that way. out of the way. And 
we're like just hanging out. It's super beautiful. Like it's so nice out. It's the Mediterranean in the summer. Super clear, tons of stars. And, you know, we're off the beaten path. So not a ton of light pollution. And then as I'm cuddled up in his arms in my romper, uh, we hear someone coming up the stairs. And I'm like, hey, can you let us in? <laughs> and they do. It's just like <laughs> random people coming in from a night out. And I think they're very confused as to how we were locked onto this balcony. But if they're confused, they haven't lived. <laughs> yeah, fuck those people. <laughs> and then. Oh, wow. So how long were you on the balcony for? It was probably like an hour, hour and a half. It was a long time. <laughs> Enough, enough time that you figure that's where you are for the night. Yeah. Uh, well, how late How late did you get on the balcony? It was probably like one. Oh, that's not that late. Yeah. Like, because if it was a really late night, like if you got in at three or four, it's like, like, it's not going to get any colder, yeah. you know, <laughs> and it's only going to be a couple hours before someone, you know, before it comes wake, people wake up. You. Yeah. I was ready to, I was like, it's fine if we sleep. Honestly, it probably would have been more comfortable than the beds we were in frankly <laughs> also that's cute like i don't know it's an experience you like hook up with someone and then sleep on a balcony yeah we didn't but it would have been cute instead we went back to our separate rooms and he asked for my phone number what's up in this case and mm-hmm. we what's up the rest of my trip we like basically split off like I went to Greece the following week, and he went somewhere else. And, yeah, we just started talking every single day. Um, wow. While we were traveling, and then I came back to the States, and obviously it was a little more complicated. He was in the Navy. <laughs> so, like, oh. he's on base. He, like, doesn't have a, an apartment. He, like, is in a dorm room basically. Right. And I was living alone, so, like, that worked. But the time difference was so hard. So, like, when I was going to bed, he was just waking up and, like, had to go to work. And then... Wait, so you guys were communicating legitimately with, like, the intention of, like, keeping a relationship Seeing each other again. Wow. Uh, yeah i know because i don't talk to anyone in that way yeah Uh, and it was definitely bizarre to be talking to someone across the ocean in that way yeah um all the damn time and it's just crazy because i knew the guy for like five hours i don't Literally, my friends will tell you, I don't talk to anyone this much. (laughs) Like, the thought of keeping up with someone, like, every single morning and every single night. Mm -hmm. So what it ended up turning into was, like, in the morning when I woke up, he was just getting back from work. So we would, like, text while I was at work all day until he went to bed. And then when I went to bed, he was just waking up. So we would, like talk for a little bit before work oh my goodness and this went on for like i don't know three or four months i was just looking back through our text messages 
And it's honestly so funny. Like, he sent me a selfie. <laughs> he sent me a selfie of him in bed with <laughs> the text, join me, with a kissy face emoji. Oh my goodness. <laughs> like, the amount of, like, photos, videos, yeah. uh general voice messages i have from him is astounding i've deleted the the, like x-rated stuff because you know for his i hope he's done the same for me (laughs) um but Uh. i i want to keep this as a time capsule like you know he was so nice and i think he was like the first guy who i had a thing with who was like you are beautiful, you are so pretty, you are so funny and smart, and yada yada. Um, and he gave me so much confidence. So what happened? <laughs> one day it just stopped. Like, one morning, he didn't text me. And I'm pretty sure I texted my friend, and I was like, I think it's over with Harry. And she's like, no, like, you guys talk literally all the time. <laughs> did you? Did you try to text him or you kind of just felt like yeah I texted him and he just seemed more distant and at that Mm. point you know I had no plans to go to London right and he didn't even live in London he lived like on the the coast of England so like far away from London (laughs) like it would have been a truck and he was not planning to come to the U.S. So at that point, it was like, well, I guess we've been talking for so long. and So it just fizzled. It just fizzled. And I think we were both sort of like, whatever about it. Um, I mean, this is what happens when you have vacation brain. You like, in my head, you know, he really did. He checked so many boxes, like super adventurous, like good Mm -hmm. body. He was British. I mean, British is normally not on the checked boxes. That's like like an extra. (laughs) Right. That's uh, like, that can, maybe that's the problem. Maybe being British forgives a a whole bunch of empty boxes. (laughs) Including, including living within a certain number of miles from you. Yeah. <laughs> like, you're like living in LA and you're like, I won't date anyone on the east side, but I will date somebody who's on like the coast of Wales. <laughs> yes, exactly. So champs, I think we're in the same, bo- I think we're in the same boat. We've both been in situations where we have these amazing magical nights and no regardless of how they end up if you never speak to the person again or you end up speaking to them for four months on whatsapp and exchanging (laughs) voice recordings you know there's i think there's something to be said about meeting someone out of your immediate space yeah and i want to know like what how, how do you think that's possible why does that happen well, I think um, I think there's a couple of, of factors at play. I think there is a the like the stakes are very low, so you just you don't worry about things the same way you would when you're at home. Like, I mean, how many times have you been on a date with a guy and he 
said, like, I don't know, mentions that his parents are Trump supporters or something like that. And then, like, I don't know about you, but in me, the thought crossed my mind, like, do I want to marry into that family? (laughs) You know? (laughs) But then when you're on vacation, it's just like, whatever. Like, all these things that are, that maybe really shouldn't be deal breakers that you dwell on too much when you're at home cease to matter because there's, you know, it's, you're time bound with this person. And right. So you can kind of just like not care. And then I think on the flip side, there's also uh like <laughs> you can kind of be whoever you want to be, whether that means you're being a more authentic version of yourself or whether it means you're being a more attractive version of yourself because you don't worry that it's ever going to you know like you don't think about how you behave now is going to affect you down the road with this person because there is no down the road, you know? Right. And how many dates do you go on in your town, in your current city or town, and you you text your friend and you're like, I hope it goes well. (laughs) Like, he seems really nice. I hope it goes well. Right. Yeah, it's just like you, you care less. And, like, I mean, I don't know. Like... If if Harry had not, if you guys hadn't done anything that, like, if it hadn't amounted to anything, like, would you have even, I mean, you didn't even go into it expecting anything from him. You just met. Yeah, and I initially was like, wow, everyone at this hostel sucks, but yeah. I'll make the most of it. I'll go out, I guess. And if if nothing had happened that night, I would have gone to bed and slept in my uncomfortable hostel bed and I would have gone on with my trip to Greece, like, unfazed. Yeah, yeah, I mean, maybe that's another part of it. Maybe it's the fact that, like, when you're on vacation, you have the flexibility to meet people not on dating apps because, like, especially if you're staying at a hostel or something, you actually have the opportunity to meet people in person. Or you meet people at bars or whatever. Um, But, like, you know, if anything, you're less wanting to, like, meet people on dating apps because you kind of want to get out there and you want to be out, like, doing stuff, you know, and taking advantage of your time that you're traveling. Right. You just want to be doing shit regardless. And I think, you know, here's the thing. Like, I don't want to be going on dates. I don't want to be on like, glued to my fucking phone yeah. talking to Alex from Hinge. Right. Who, like, who the fuck knows how Alex from Hinge is in real life? Yeah. But if you're, like, just out doing things that you were already going to do. I was already going to go to the hostel common room to have my, my drink and yeah. go out in some capacity. Like, that's when we're supposed to meet people. And I think the problem is, is in normal life, we don't have spaces like that because we're normally just with friends. So, like, a night like that would be, like, me and my gal pals. And then we're, like, "Uh, don't really want to go out. Or, like, I don't know where we're going to go. Or yeah, whatever. Yeah, no, you're so right. Like, the idea of going out sounds so much more fun. When I think of it in another city. And it's not like I've lived in cities where with bad nightlife. <laughs> in fact, I've always lived in cities with good nightlife. Like, it should be uh, amazing. <laughs> but, but it's just like, when I think of, like, having a fun night out, it's wrapped in, like, going on vacation. 
Yes. Yes. Because, you know, I think that if you and I were to, like, go to a new city together, like, we would have fun. We would go out. Yeah. But I think, like... Oh, my God. Dean, let's go on a trip. (laughs) If anyone wants to sponsor us, now would be the time. time. (laughs) We'll take... Maybe we can get an RV company to sponsor us. Oh, that would be fun. (laughs) Um, I was just thinking, though, like, we'll take your extra miles that you aren't using. <laughs> yeah, if you guys have miles because of the pandemic, just feel free to yeah. spread the wealth. I mean... We will, we, will, we will talk about what happens. Yeah, we'll record our experiences and share. <laughs> I mean, not our sexual experiences. But if but you want them, we'll... we will give them for free miles. <laughs> <laughs> Sign me up for shit I didn't agree to. This is not my contract. <laughs> um, yeah, so going back to the vacation brain thing, it's about inhibitions. It's about authenticity. It's about, hell, like the first time I went to a gay bar, of all places, in Sydney, Australia. Like I had to get that far away from home <laughs> to like... Muster up the courage to go to a gay bar. You mean to a gay bar. To a gay <laughs> Anyway, well, thanks for sharing your experience with me, Dean. Honestly, very tender story. Oh, I'm so touched so by sweet. it. So sweet. Uh, like, a part he of really me... He really was such a sweet boy. Uh, a part of me hopes that you guys, like, find each other somewhere down the road, you know? I, I think it was a super fun experience, and... It was for sure one of my, I wouldn't call it a relationship by any means, um, <laughs> because we had sex one time and then we sent some pictures back and forth to each other for four months, but he gave me a lot of confidence, one, and two, he had a lot of qualities in a person that I would look for as I like try and find a life partner. Um, you know, he was super adventurous, super kind, um, a little more anxious for me than I would prefer. Like, I need to be the anxious one (laughs) in a relationship. Has a pension Um, from the British Navy. Has a pension from the British Navy. (laughs) Like, had a good family. You know, like, there's just, like, some good, some good things about him. And... Yeah, I kind of, like, miss talking to him. (laughs) So, I mean, it's clear that this is something that happens. Now, how how do we, like, take the lessons that we've learned from our our many vacation brain (laughs) instances and try to make our dating lives at home more, feel more like vacation? I'm going to tie this back to goals. Ooh, okay. Yeah. I think that... When I'm most successful at things is when I'm setting goals, right? So I don't know exactly what these goals look like, but something along the lines of like trying a new bar, you know, once a month. (laughs) I don't know what people are doing. That feels like a lot for me. (laughs) Um, Or like join, you know, I I did join a, a, a recreational sports league to meet people. Yeah. Um, I think just finding things that you find joy in and then actually doing them instead of like sitting 
on the couch watching Netflix last night, like, I probably should have, like, tried to go out and, like, talk to people. Yeah, that's true. Plus, like, being, like, when I think about, like, oh, am I going to meet someone if I join, like, a sports league or something? Then my immediate thought is, like, okay, well, there's, like, 12 people on the team. And so if it's not one of them, then that's it. I've, like, invested in this social opportunity just to, like, find out that I'm not going to be. But it's, it's, it's not about that at all. It's, like, you are exposing yourself to, like, new social circles and just increasing the likelihood that you're going to, like, bump into that person, whether it's at someone's house party or whatever. I think, I do think we need to like take a step back though and recognize that literally everything we're talking about is not possible right now. I mean, yes. <laughs> and so maybe we need to just for now be grateful that we have a way of meeting people. I mean, if, if this was the Spanish flu, we would not be able to meet anyone right now. And uh, no, we'd be fucking, we'd be fucking our cousins. Yum. That is. <laughs> oh, love, love a good cousin bang. <laughs> I think here's my other thing. You know, once we can go back to like semi-normal life, I do think that we need to be doing things alone. I think that we need to rely generally less on our like immediate circle because the reality is, is that if I just only hung out with my friends all the time, yeah. which is generally what I do, I know all of their friends already. Right. Yeah, totally. <laughs> so, like, you're just limiting the kinds of people you'll interact with. Because if I'm out with, like, my best girlfriend, like, at a bar, the likelihood of us talking to someone is so minimal yeah. because... We are just engrossed in each other. Right. <laughs> you know? Well, which so I think some... is part of the reason. Like, I think probably you and I were both thinking this year would be that, you know, moving to a new place would give us the opportunity to do more of this stuff because we just don't have the robust social circles that we did in our previous homes. Um, and, but here and we instead. are. And <laughs> instead. <laughs> Oh, goodness. It just makes me sad. I just want to end on that. You know, I think that... <sighs> I don't know. I'm trying to be honest here, right? Like, to that note of, like, us moving to new cities and wanting to expand networks here and whatever, I at least had pretty high hopes for what would <laughs> ensue. Like, I am my funnest self when I'm around new people yes. because there's there's no there's nothing holding me back right, me too. like I, I don't have to worry about like you being like um can you please tone it down <laughs> <laughs> and i'm sure the same for you i'm sure you're like i don't have to deal with her being like um can you please not say pussy <laughs> so loud <laughs> um yeah. Or whatever word you're, gross word you're using. I have um, never been into that word. That word creeps me out. But I do okay, love some other words. How fun would it have been to, like, be together with our high school friends this weekend celebrating my birthday? Or, yeah. like, I was supposed to be in Mexico earlier this summer, you know, exploring Mazatlan. 
Is that how I say it? Is that the right way to say it? I, I mean, it it's actually Mazatlan. Oh, I fuck, fuck you. Um, you know, I, I was supposed to be in Mexico, like, traveling alone earlier this year, and that got canceled due to COVID, and it just sucks. I, in my head, I don't want to have a timeline for when I want to meet someone, but I definitely have a timeline. I am getting older. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, we don't look this hot forever. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah. But well, just, I guess then that sad. just leaves one question. Yes. Are we still getting married? Yeah, we are. <laughs> For the time being, <laughs> unless unless Harry comes back into the picture, and in which case I could discuss a thruple situation with him if you're well, I will if you're interested. Yeah, I mean he was cute. <laughs> I will say though, uh, I do feel like you know hearing your story and reflecting on my own experiences of like meeting people makes me realize like you know. I feel more like we're not going to get married this week than last week because now I actually see, you know what? There's potential, you know, I've developed wonderful connections with people and it hasn't happened yet, but it, it can happen with somebody who isn't halfway around the world. So, <laughs> so we have slightly more hope, but not that much more. <laughs> Um, well, on that note, um, I guess we should sign off so we can start researching venues. Thank you so much for listening to The Marriage Pact. We hope you enjoyed this episode. If you did, write us a review, share with your friends, and stay tuned for the next installment of The Marriage Pact. And until next time, happy happy dating. dating!